Today's episode of Jimmy Podcast Roll may contain explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, what's up? Before we get started with today's program, I want to take a few seconds to talk about my website, social media accounts, and podcasting platform. The website, jimmypodcastworld.com. That is jimmypodcastworld.com. On the Jimmy Podcast World website, you will be able to find links to all my social media accounts and podcasting platforms. On the homepage, you will be able to find a direct feed to my Twitter account. You will find an interactive photo gallery with all my recent guests on the podcast. You will find a blog that is updated frequently. Are you also scrolling through social media right now and trying to figure out if I'm on that platform? Chances are you are on some form of social media. Check this out. You can find me at Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitch TV. That's right, baby. We're on Twitch. All those platforms at Jimmy Podcast World. At Jimmy Podcast World. Are you more of a visual episode person? YouTube has some of my full episodes, short clips, skits, and my newly released Jimmy Podcast World ad. For Twitter and Snapchat, you can find me at Jimmy Pod World. Want to listen to the podcast? The website has the links to all the major podcasting platforms. Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts. Are you loyal to the Joe Rogan experience and making the move exclusively to Spotify just like he did? Well, now you have the best of both worlds because not only are we on all the other platforms mentioned, but we're also on Spotify. So looking for, to support the program, it is easy as liking and subscribing to all the podcasting platforms and all the social media platforms where you can find me. Are you still looking for more ways to support? Believe me, we appreciate it if you do. You can also share the podcast on all platforms and social media accounts as well. And for those of down since day oneers out there, you can show off by visiting the merchandise page, hats, shirts, stickers, and more. And one last way, are you already on Amazon? And if so, you should be using Amazon Prime. How does that support the Jimmy Podcast world? If you go to our website, at the top of the website, there is an Amazon banner. Click on that banner. And before you continue shopping on Amazon.com, make sure to save that link and bookmark it to your web browser. Every purchase you make through our link from our website that you save to your web browser has Amazon throw back a couple of pennies our way. Lastly, any feedback or ideas you think you could be a guest on the show, please email jpw at jimmypodcastworld.com. jpw at jimmypodcastworld.com. As always, thank you for your love and support and feedback. And now on with the show. Give me sports. Give me tacos. Give me the world. The Jimmy Podcast World. Yeah, so I don't know if I really have noticed a difference. Um, I'm just like, all right, cool. So I ended up going, uh, ¿cómo se llama el lugar um, east, east of Eden? Uh, oh, okay. uh, real quick, everyone, welcome to the, the MMA podcast, uh, Jimmy Podcast World MMA with uh, Rob here again in studio. What up, what up, what up? So we're here to talk about um, UFC 251. That will get started uh, here. Fight Island, it is finally here. Uh, it is a thing. Uh, but before that, we were just in a conversation. Um, we'll get all into all of that here in just a second. Uh, East of Eden, I think the place is called. Yeah, right there by uh, Work Street and John, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, shout out to them. Uh, no paid sponsorship, but if you want to pay uh, for some sponsorship, hit, hit me up um, right now with your King's Garden. Royal concentrates, Seppa. So but, what is that for exactly again? So it's supposed to it's supposed to be for the stomach, right? So I went. Um, we were looking for uh, what were we looking for? Uh, a tea or something. Mm. 
for um, uh, Yvette's, Yvette's grandma. She she had some like knee surgery. Oh, okay. And uh, uh, some tea or some something. I don't know. So we were there for that. And um, you know, I was in there just looking around. Um, I like that store. Um, out of all the ones I've been to. It's yeah. probably my favorite one because of the culture that they have in there in terms of your shopping and um, purchasing experience. Yes, they are very helpful. It's very much like if you who hasn't been an Apple store, it's very much like an Apple store. You go in there, everyone has an iPad. Yeah. Everyone's really welcoming. They're That's very knowledgeable. I feel like when I go to other places and I'm like, hey, I'm looking for, for something. What are you looking for? Ah, you know, I get this pain. What kind of pain? Like, what are you looking for? Do you know what you want? Like, why are you here? It's like, like just in and out. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's intimidating, right? Yeah. And it's just like, fuck, I, fuck, just in here to, sometimes I feel like I'm like, damn, I'm just in here to, in here to like, just look. I'd be like, see, uh, soy un pendejo. Yeah. Is this oregano? So, so when I go there, I, I feel... Uh, like they're very, uh, very knowledgeable welcoming. and welcoming. So uh, I was just there looking around, chatting it up, and you know they're really knowledgeable, like I was saying. And, and there was a lot of stuff in there. And they're like, "Oh yeah, so you know, what are you looking for?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm looking for uh, for for this." And then uh, Yvette goes like, "Anything for for the stomach?" Because you know he has like you know heartburn or whatever other stomach issues I, I have. Um, a veces pega choro like hella crazy or some some yeah. bullshit like that, and I'm just like, um, yeah, something like that. I'm like, I doubt you guys have anything for that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and they're like, oh yeah, we got this shelf over here, and then like, they, like they showed me everything. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, all right, cool. So uh, you're like, mm, now I have to buy something. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I'm like, woo. <laughs> uh, I'm like liars. Um, so, anyways, um. We're talking and and I'm talking to this dude and this this chick was right there. I guess that was like her station at the she was she was in that area or whatever that was what she was in charge of at the time. But um he kept saying something like um like you should do a 3 to 1 like CBD to THC. Okay. Right? And I was like, "All right, cool. Well, yeah, sure. I guess I guess the, the 3 to 1's fine. Um I'm not looking to you know have any crazy effects. I'm just I'll look for anything that'll help me out with my stomach." Yeah. And and he's like, oh yeah, this you should try this one here. And then the girl was like, you should try the one to one. And I'm like, I'm like, what you know, CBD to THC. And I'm just like, that's that's a, that's a lot. Like, I, yeah. I, you know, I don't want it to stop my day. Like, yeah, start me off slowly. Right. Yeah. Like, it's like, dude, if you, if you were like, hey, I'm gonna get started in a drinking, I'll be like, dude, you know what? Start with like a Corona. I'm not gonna be yeah, like, not, tri- yeah, try a triple IPA. It's like, what the fuck? Here's this tequila. Fucking try that shit. Um, I was like, no, dude. I'm uh, like, you know, like fucking, let's ease into this. Like, so. Is it working as as we were just talking about before we came on, dude? I I don't know. Uh, there's days where I'm like, fuck, like. But there, do you use it every day or no? No. Ah. There, no, I there was a day where like a couple hits a day just to see where just to see what. And is it working? I don't know. Is it is it something that I think that, um, that I need to take more of? I don't know that either. But the other thing in my mind is like, well, I didn't feel anything today. I didn't take it today. Was that just a coincidence that, like, today I wasn't going to feel anything at all? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. So the, I, I'd like to have someone on, dude, that really gets down with this stuff. Like, that really understands, like, it, it's it's purpose both for recreational and, and yeah. both medicinal and, like, for everything else. Like, if there's someone that knew that, dude, I would definitely like to have them on because I definitely have a lot of questions. Uh, it is a culture and a topic that I'm very intrigued by, mm-hmm. but I don't know enough. Like, yeah, same here. So it's, like, for me to just... Sit here and be like, oh yeah, you do this, take that. Like, it's just not 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 gonna happen. I, I prefer to have someone on uh, that knows about it. But 
And if, if you're gonna be one of the people that say take picot or fucking, what, what's that pink one called? Um, Peto Bismol. Yeah. Just keep your comments to yourself. I try <laughs> that. That shit doesn't work. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, picot. Um, I take that for. At least it doesn't work for me. I'll take it straight. I don't put it in anything. Like, are you, are you supposed to put it oh, in just water? Powder. <clears throat> some just people, yeah, some people mix it in water. Just like what, like one four or five ounces of water, maybe six. Yeah. They just mix it in there, stir, and just drink it all the way in, you know? Yeah, I'll just kind of put it in my palm and just, just take, take, take a p- couple sniffs. I mean, a couple licks, sorry, um, <laughs> of that. And um, it it's cool. It's not it's not my go-to for that. Um, I do go through Tums, like Skittles. Yeah. And I do go through, um, uh, what do you call it, through Alka-Seltzer, like crazy. Yeah. And none of that's good. So this, this is something that I'm kind of like, ah, oh, let's see where this goes. It's, it's more natural, too, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Actually, let's stay on that topic. Let's jump right into MMA stuff, but let's stay on that topic. Okay. Um, it seems like uh, the MMA community and UFC specifically has has now been able to kind of um, loosen up a little bit in terms of like marijuana use and stuff like that and CBD yeah. and stuff like that, especially CBD. Um, that's kind of huge, right? Like it's something that like I, I know before it was frowned upon. You weren't supposed to do it. And now they're kind of like... It's a better route to go than taking painkillers and whatever the hell's out. It's a new world now. Yeah. Kind of back then, they said, no, no, no. Like, you know, you can't be doing this. You can't be doing that. But at the same time, like you said, people are not taking it to be to get high. Right. They're taking it just to heal themselves. Yeah, yeah. The natural way. Instead of taking all these freaking, you know, pharmaceutical freaking medic- medications and stuff like yeah. that. It's like, why not take the natural stuff? Some of these dudes end up getting killed years later because all they did was, you know, they're addicted to painkillers or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. So uh, it is an area that is, um, I think, uh, very I much, love it. It's, it's, it's infancy, and I think there's a lot of research that can be done um, on its benefits. Uh, so we'll see moving forward. Shout um, out to Nate Diaz. He's the one that actually, you <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah, he did. Stockton, motherfucker, what? <laughs> um, uh, what do you call it? Um. Yeah, I just started watching. Uh, so I, as I was, as I put on Facebook, as I've told you, um, I, th- I don't know if I've mentioned it on the podcast uh, at all, but um, I started watching UFC from the beginning. Mm-hmm. UFC one. Um, I'm starting to come across pay per views that I remember watching. Yeah. Like remember ordering or watching somewhere. Uh, so I don't know exactly where I'm gonna stop. Um, I'm not gonna like all of a sudden start watching ones from you know a year ago, um, but. Um, I'm at like UFC 75. Oh shit, already? Yeah, Damn. 75, 73, 75. So Fuck. we're starting to notice, you know, you're starting noticing some of the guys out now, Anderson Silva. Uh, uh, Against Chris Lieben? Yeah. His debut? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. And um, you're starting to see like the Diaz brothers come in. Uh, Nate just made his, um, uh, Nate just made his like appearance on on the Ultimate Fighter finale or whatever. Like mm-hmm. I just saw that not a few pay per views ago. Um, saw his brother there. Uh, so starting you're starting to see some familiar faces, some of the more familiar like legendary faces, and then some of the people that are still fighting right now. Mm-hmm. It's crazy the longevity of some of these fighters uh, for sure. But um, yeah, I, uh, that just the Nate Diaz thing started uh, um, reminding me of when uh, I believe it was Nick Diaz that said that Stockton motherfucker what? Yeah, it was, it was Stockton. Um, I stopped the fuck. Sorry, uh, Nick Diaz. Sorry, they started with all that stuff. Yeah, that shit was funny. Fucking Nate Diaz, Nick Diaz. 
All right, so UFC 251 uh, f- taking place in uh, Yaz Island in Abu Dhabi. Yaz. 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 Yaz, bitch. There was someone I, I was working with that um, that uh, every time they said yes, they would say yes. So someone would come by and they would be like, hey, we have this for you. And she'd be like, yes. Yaz. Yaz. And the whole, f- I was like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, <laughs> um, kind of. What we thought was maybe this mythical thing, this island that Dana White said he had. Um, I don't know if you've seen pictures or videos of it. Um, pretty crazy, dude. Uh, leave it up to Dana White. Leave it up to the UFC to to pull something like this. Before we start talking about the pay-per-view event, yeah. shout out to fucking Dana White, dude. That guy is the fucking man. Yeah. I don't see why any other sports following his lead, man. Yeah. He's testing uh, testing the, the fighters constantly mm-hmm. before they go, as soon as they get there. The next day, they're in quarantine. They're still testing him. Dude, that guy is doing it the right fucking way. Dana White, you're the fucking MVP right now. I believe he had said something. I believe Dana had said something about, um, here it is actually, on ESPN.com. Uh, I believe they have done... Since they started this uh, COVID testing before fights and stuff like that, I believe they've done about 8,000 tests uh, so far the UFC has. Uh, because, you know, you're testing before, you know, right before and then after and then the day after or whatever it is. So, like, during. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> in between rounds, it's just like, oh, dude, you can't go. You just got COVID the last round, dude. Um, but, uh, yeah, something like uh, something like 8,000 8, tests that they've done so far beeped and i don't know what happened i don't know what the hell that, uh, yeah I'm, that's that, that's these lights and the cameras are kind of test runs um oh, okay. this will eventually be uh something that i like to put on like youtube and whatever else mm-hmm. um i just want to practice like the editing of that stuff or whatever so yeah, yeah at one point they just go like, beep, 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 and i'm just like i'm like all right i don't know what that means but oh remember i was gonna tell you that you're a freaking asshole Remember? I don't remember that from any of the texts. Usually we text about what we're going to talk about beforehand. I met the como pendejo, dude. I was worried. I was scared. Looking like a fucking pendejo going on Twitter, going on Facebook, going on Instagram. Hey, dude, Max Holloway's not going to fight, bro. He, he missed cut. I'm like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? Also, are you, are you serious? <laughs> That's what I saw. I, I fucking texted my cuñado. I was like, hey, bro, Max Holloway is out. He's like, what? No way. So me and him, we're going through every social media, everything going, nothing. I'm, st- I'm watching all the embedded fights. He's still on there. Huh. <laughs> I was like, okay. I, was I like, saw that too. Yeah, I was like, pinche Jimmy. I was like, tiene como pendejo just looking at every fucking resource I have, dude. I was like, fuck. I'd be scared for a second, dude. I was like, shit. I saw that, so, like, dude, I, I think I sent the text. Like, I was like, Qué malo hey. eres, dude. <laughs> dude, I was upset myself. I was like, what hey, the hell? You're an asshole, dude. You did it on purpose, dude. <laughs> you're an asshole, dude. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn, I deleted that. Oh, um, my God. I was so fucking worried, man. Dude, I, I saw that and went, well, this sucks. And then, like, the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, yeah, this sucks. Like, I'm like, I'm so happy for the fights. I'm glad that uh, uh we'll get into two Masvidal. Uh, I'm Ooh, glad that he... That. um. That he kind of came in to save the card. Six days and he made weight. So here bro. it is. 
Breaking. Max Holloway is out of this bout against Alexander Volkanovsky at UFC 251. It is believed to be due to weight cut issues. This was confirmed by Max Holloway's management team exclusive to ESPN. More coming shortly. This is... Ariel Hawani the one that did this to me, dude. Not like... I take right Ariel Hawani. That's the gospel. Like that. Like when he reports, it's like all right. Cool. I'm not gonna trust him anymore, dude. Fake, Seriously, fake dude. news. Fake news. Yeah, hashtag fake news, dude. Hashtag fake news. That's, that's, that's fake, fake news, folks. <laughs> what the hell? Like, yeah, no, I saw that, and then I I posted it. Um, we have a like a MMA uh, fans chat at work or whatever, uh-huh. and um, uh, what do you call it? Um, so so yeah, we have a MMA fans chat at work, and uh, I posted that on. <laughs> Posted that on there, and then like a few days later, someone was like, "Huh, why is Max Holloway still built on there?" And I'm over here like, <laughs> "You're like, uh, 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 it, was, it wasn't me." <laughs> what a sick dude, eh? Dude, fucking got me fucking worried, dude. So I was, was I. like, "Fuck!" I, I was, was like, like, "Really, bro?" I'm watching him better the whole time, going like, "Huh, he's still there." Well, he he. I mean, if 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 it looks like Max, there's something wrong with Max Holloway. That's just how Max Holloway is. That's how he talks. That's how he looks. That's how he is. And he, I'm just like he's probably huh. concussed right now. I'm like that's that's cool. Uh, and then you know like embedded whatever it was for. I'm like he's still on there, huh? If I can having um uh Kentucky Fried Chicken or whatever it is, and I'm just kind of like interesting. <laughs> uh, he's still there. That's that's cool. When are they taking him off? Like you would think they'd just scrap him all together and just be like, no, nah, let's not let's not even cover him at all. Let's just fly him back to the states or whatever. But yeah, no, no, I. <laughs> I'd like to say my bad. Ah, uh, that dude, that was per Ariel Hawani. Yeah, he's scared the shit out of me, dude. I, I saw all the embedded episodes one through four. I was just like, motherfucking Jimmy, dude. Here's the other thing too about Tiroso, dude. <laughs> Tune into Jimmy Podcast World for all your correct sources <laughs> and news. Uh, let me show you one other thing too with um. Uh, let me show you one other thing too with um Ariel Hawani. This was kind of funny, and this is what I'm thinking. Like, I'm like, dude, like, what the hell, like, um. He said uh, Jorge Masvidal is out, and he. What he meant to say was he was out of quarantine; that he was mm, good to go to go. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, uh, he Jorge Masvidal uh, is out," and like, dude, he got like so much shit for that. Hey, but like, what the fuck, dude? And and uh, what do you call it? Um, when I saw that, I'm like, "Oh, he probably means out of that, like out of out out of quarantine or whatever." Mm. And I looked uh, further on the chats, and I saw that, yeah, uh, he didn't mean that. He didn't mean he was out of quarantine, and now he was able to fight. Uh, but, yeah, no, no. Um, <laughs> I um, When I saw that, I'm like, oh, that sucks, dude. Uh, I was, Dude, it changed the whole podcast. I was about to come on and fucking rip him and be like, dude, this dude can... This is not the first time that he's been... Uh, um, that a fight has been called off for mm-hmm. Max Holloway because of weight. Yeah. Um, he's a true fat boy at heart too. So he, I don't know if you saw Hawaiian, the I don't know if you saw the uh, video where he was eating uh, all that spam and rice. The KFC um spam and rice. Spam, the KFC uh, it was like a donut a donut. Oh, the glazed ch- donut, right? With yeah. the chicken. Yeah. I don't know about that. What's your thoughts on that, dude? I had KFC today. I had um the famous bowl. How is that? Um, I'm not a big KFC fan, to be honest with you. It's kind of like a hot pocket. It's not pizza, but you microwave it and you eat it, and yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's kind of like that. I don't think you're missing anything out by. Uh, I don't think you're missing out anything out by by not having it. Um, it's cool. So it's kind of, uh, so it's kind of like a college broke boy type of food. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't have that. Um, I don't like KFC. 
Like, it's not like something that uh, if someone wants some good food, that's not where I'm going. Nah. Um, but it's 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 kind of like that's whatever. Uh, yeah. it, it's um, I don't uh, love it. I don't ov- overall hate it. But if it's there, it's there. If it's there, it's there. Yeah. If I go to someone's house and that's what they have, cool. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, but um, you it, know, you know, who has good fried chicken. Mm. Foods cool. Yeah, did I, have I had the fried food chicken? Food school has I think good I fried chicken. The bro. the little center center things by the like that already warm and shit. Or because I remember I went to my cousin's house one day mm-hmm. and uh, I told him I was like, oh, what are you having? Oh, fried chicken. I was like, oh, from KFC or Popeyes or where? Nah, dude, food school. He's like, I made an order from uh, food school. Mm-hmm. It's cheap too. I forgot the price, but it, it's very very cheap. Yeah, and uh, I had it. It's actually pretty damn pretty good. good, man. Yeah, yeah. I was like, all right. I yeah. fucks with it. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, no. Um, I've had their chicken. It's already made like in a little container thing yeah. to go or whatever. Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, not not bad. Um, I will tell you what's good, dude. Thank you for bringing the uh, the thirty two ounce Modelo here. Oh, for um, sure. Here's again. Cheers. Um. Yeah. So, anyways, um, UFC two fifty one. Um, there's a lot of things that are happening in this pay per view that I think um. We're supposed we're supposed to happen anyways. Uh, the first one that I want to go through is Paige Van Zandt. Uh, the, uh, that is the opening card uh, against Amanda Rivas. Nine um, and one for Rivas and eight and four for Van Zandt. And let me play you this clip from um, uh, Paige Van Zandt. Okay. And I've never, you know, through this time, I'm actually, which is crazy, I'm still on the same contract that I was on before I fought Rose when I was 22 years old, and I'm 26 now. So somehow, through injuries, through me being on Dancing with the Stars, through all the TV work I've done, and um, throughout all of this, I've been on the exact same contract since I was 22. So there we have Paige Van Zandt. To me, it sounds like she doesn't care whether she wins or loses, to be honest with you. That's what it sounds like to me. I think, uh, and this was the interview with uh, Ariel Hawani, and um, I think she is pretty much all but set on leaving the UFC. Because in the interview, if you saw the whole interview, um, uh, which I did, um, she's... Ariel Hawani goes like, well, that doesn't mean you're leaving the UFC, right? That just means you're going to test free agency rather than try to work a deal now or re-sign with them now or say my deal's up, but I want to continue with the UFC. And she said like, no, like not at all. Like I, I would consider coming back to the UFC if, you know, if everything is right. That to me doesn't, doesn't. It's not convincing though, because she says I would consider instead of saying like, oh, fuck yeah, I want to come back. I want to, I want to re-sign with the, with UFC or something. No, she's just making it seem like, ah. If I win, I win. Hopefully, I get resigned. If not, then I'll just test free agency. That's what it sounds like to me. Right. I, I feel like mentally she's not there. Right, because it's, it's it's been uh, she's been through a couple other organizations. It's been pretty much the only one she's known. Uh, the reason why we know Paige Van Zandt today is because of uh, of the UFC. And because she's hot. And because she's hot. Yeah. Um. And and that's what I that's what I wanted to talk about a little bit with her. So there's a lot of times where we look at what we're doing. Um, and how, and how things play out, right? Like when you are a, a fighter, sometimes, or an athlete of any kind, or, or or even working somewhere, um, 
there are some times where you uh, look at taking more money uh, rather than taking the better option. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is you can work for, um, you know, tech company, whatever, and they'll pay you, uh, let's just say, I don't know, a hundred grand. Or you can work for Apple at 85 to 90. The fact that you have Apple, mm -hmm. right, it is to me far bigger value than that 10 to 20 grand, or 10 or 10, 15 to 20 grand or 10 grand that, that, um, uh, that you're missing out on. Now, mm -hmm. some people will say, screw that at the end of the day, give me more money. Yeah. And that's fine. But sometimes being in, in a different organization, where I guess what I'm saying is, where is she going to go? That it, that that's bigger than the UFC. Bellator, they're not having fights. No. One championship, I don't think they're having fights. Mm -hmm. I don't know who else is having fights outside of 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 boxing. But even in boxing, the the big names aren't fighting, mm -mm. and I don't see any women fighting either. Most of the cars are on ESPN, and it also looks like they're fighting at the UFC Apex Center. Yeah. Are they fighting there? Yeah, I, I, it looks like they are. I it see looks them. like it, yes. I can't confirm it, but it does look like it. It, it. it looks like the same place. I'm like, damn. But anyways, um, where is she going to go right now? I, I don't I, I don't know. And she says she makes more money on Instagram. That's cool. But we didn't discover her on Instagram. We discovered yeah, her on UFC. UFC. Yeah. And that was a launching platform for her modeling stuff on Instagram. And that's fine. Congrats that you make more on Instagram. Conor McGregor makes more off proper 12 than he does fighting. Yeah. So uh, he uses he uses fighting as a platform. A lot of the people that have been able to use the UFC have used it as a platform. Mm -hmm. Ronda Rousey has used it as a platform. Uh, she's definitely not in, in, in any of these people's leagues. Paige Van Zandt is. But that's cool. You're going to leave and test free agency. Good luck. During a pandemic where no other combat sports. Is fighting right now. Is fighting right now. Where are you going? I think that in this case, it would be much smarter for her to stay with the UFC. I think at the end of the day, it might be just a tactic for her to be like, I'm testing free agency so that UFC can offer more money. To be honest with you, dude, I've always thought Paige Van Zandt was overhyped. Mm -hmm. I honestly don't think she's all that great. Yeah. I, I, I really don't. That's why I think Amanda Rebus is going to beat Paige Van Zandt. Out of her last five fights, uh, she is two and three. Page Van Zandt, yeah, <clears throat> she's eight and four, dude. And and she hasn't fought. She hasn't fought since. Uh, well, she fought in twenty nineteen, but it's, it's it's there's only been one fight in the last two years, and um, she's had a lot of nagging injuries. Mm -hmm. So not reliable, not consistent. Um, I I will agree. I I don't think that the the, the thing with her. I think early on when I saw her, I'm like, dude, this is probably the next Ronda Rousey. Mm -hmm. Good looking, can fight, maybe something along those lines. But she's just a good looking chick that can throw a fucking scissors kick. Yeah, that's it. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm 100 with you on that. I think Amanda Rivas does win this. I think Paige Van Sant has not only one foot out the door, but a foot and two thirds out the door. Like she is leaving. Um, if the door closed right now, I'd hit her back heel. Mm -hmm. Like to me, I don't think. Paige Van Zandt is um, I don't think she's committed In this fight at all I think Amanda Rivas is going to win this uh, Amanda Rivas is like as you mentioned 9 and 1 
uh, her uh, victories. Uh, she won in 2019 um, against Emily Widmer. She won against Mackenzie Dern. Uh, where else do I see her? Uh, there she is. She fought at 170. And, um, at 170? No, I'm sorry. UFC, uh, UFC fight night. <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> You're like, what did she find? A guy? What the fuck? Uh, so she's won, she's won submission, decision, decision, and now she faces Paige Van Zandt. I think this is, I think it's a round one. I think it's a round one submission for me if, if, you, if, you, if you tell me anything um, or, or knockout, if not. I think she's going to tap her out. The reason why I say this is because Paige Van Zandt's takedown defense is about 35%. Wow, okay. Which Amanda's is 85%, her, her defense. And her submissions, she attempts about 1.6 submissions uh, a fight. Whereas Paige, she only does 0.98, I think, percent. Not only that, Amanda lands 4.8 significant strikes per minute to Paige's 3.4. I think she's just better all around. Yeah. Paige yeah. Van just absorbs a lot more punches, more significant punches, strikes, rather than, than Amanda. So, to me, that alone, even with that, just I just think Amanda Rivas is just in a whole different other level than Paige, to be honest with you. Yeah. No, I, I, I truly see that. Uh, I see it both from a, like, as you mentioned, um, from a skills perspective and also statistically. Um, and above all else, mentally, I just don't think Paige Van Zandt is ready for uh, this fight. I think it's going through the motions. I'd be shocked if she wins. Yeah, me too. Um, I think she's staying in the UFC. Uh, or do you think she tests free agency? You know what? Um, I, th- I think she might stay regardless whether she wins or loses. Because unfortunately, she she does have quite a following. Yeah, she does add she does add value. She does, she add, does add value yeah, for sure. Not a lot, like around the road, obviously, or yeah, you know. But she does add some value to the UFC. You know, just she has a pretty pretty uh, big following. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, fuck it. I mean, if you want to test free agency, just stay your ass at home and fucking model for Instagram, right? Yeah. If, I, if you're making more money, why not just do that? The the thing that just popped into mind too. Uh, Conor McGregor retired. John Jones retired. Uh, retired. Henry Cejudo retired. Uh, quote unquote. Um, I don't think they're retired. I think that there's just nothing to do at the moment. Um, do you think that if she uh, decides to test free agency, she's really not? She's really not doing anything but waiting for the UFC to come back around with audience and stuff Maybe. like that. What was, um? Did you hear the rumors though? Speaking about Conor McGregor. Mm-mm supposedly whether Masvidal wins or loses October around their November they're thinking about making Masvidal versus McGregor win or lose Masvidal versus McGregor mm-hmm. okay Th- those are the rumors and they're saying that Usman versus still versus Burns is still going to go after this fight those are the rumors mm. yeah well Burns was uh, was supposed to be the main event for for today's fight, and that's kind of uh, along the topic or along the the, the topic of um, things that were supposed to happen anyways are happening anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, l- before we go into Burns, I wanna uh, mention um, uh, Jessica Andrade and uh, Rose uh, Thug Rose Namunas. Thug Rose, Thug Rose, Thug Rose. A, a lot of people are saying that. 
that first fight was a fluke. If if we if we remove um if we remove uh what do you call it um the ultimate decision of that fight um uh what do you call it um if we remove that that slam um or if uh Thug Rose had um kind of positioned herself differently as she was holding on to um Andrade she could have probably gotten out of that that first round that first round, I think the Rose won. Yeah, uh, and I think she was winning that second round. We'd have to watch that fight again uh, for me to be for sure about that. Mm. But that first round, I th- I haven't seen Thug Rose look better. Yeah, and you know what about about Thug Rose? What I've noticed about her since she entered the 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 tough show, mm. she's mentally weak. But if she can be, if she changes that, you know, to where like she's focused, she's like determined, she's bad, bro. She does have some like good. social anxiety or some some yeah. sort of like some sort of uh, mental like mental stuff that she's mm-hmm. working through, and, and that's something that I wanted to get to. Same thing with Paige Van Zandt. Mm-hmm. It is um, it is um, very uh concerning when someone. Uh, says things like, um, it, it's, uh, I needed a break or I needed to reevaluate things. Um, Tom Brady doesn't need a break. But the thing is, what do you need to reevaluate? Exactly. Th- that, that's my question. The, the champions, um, uh, what do you call it? Conor McGregor, you know, didn't need to reevaluate. Mm. Uh, all these champions, uh, Amanda Nunes, John Jones, John Jones, uh, DC, a lot of them don't say, I need to reevaluate. That to me lets me know, like, one thing you don't know exactly what you're doing and why you're doing it. And if you're at that level, it, it's, 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 we're talking about a safety thing now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably not the best idea for you to be in there. Now, mm-hmm. can she turn a page and, and, and turn a uh, new leaf? Turn a new leaf and then, you know, kind of like, be like, okay, cool. I'm I'm this whole new different fighter now. I'm super determined. I want to be champion again, and I want all the responsibilities that go with that. Uh, as they say, heavy as the head that wears a crown. If she's ready for all of that, then sure. But I don't know if she is. You know what I think she needs to do? Get the fuck away from Pat Berry, her fiance. Don't train me. I'm gonna go somewhere else and get trained. Yeah, somewhere else because I guess her head coach. He's slowly like like letting the reins over for for Barry to train her. Mm-hmm. And he's going to tell her what she wants to hear. Yeah. You know, because well, th- that's his fiance. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I, I really think that she needs to get the fuck away from there and go to just anywhere else. Anywhere else. Anywhere yeah. else, dude. Because I, I really think mentally, I think being right there with them is just fucking her up. Mary, maybe like American Top Team. Something like that. Where is she from? Um, uh, Thug Rose. Um, Let's find that out. Um, because, you know, it all really depends on where she's from. What's, uh, Milwaukee, or well, originally from Milwaukee. But where's she fighting out of? Um, that I don't know, but. Let's find out. There is, a, I guess Rufus, Rufus would be the closest thing to her. Um, but that would be a thing to, to consider is, is a different fight camp. Cause it is one thing to look at that and say, it, it would be hard to, to uh, be able to separate uh, pleasure um, or your oh, love. Oh, she's fighting out. Sorry. She's fighting out of Denver, Colorado. 
That's right. Yeah. Training, uh, 303 Training Center, Grudge mm. Training Center, Minnesota Martial Arts Academy. Isn't uh, Cowboy Cerrone up there? He's in, De- I, I know he's in Colorado. I yeah. just don't know where exactly in Colorado. Um, I mean, damn, I, I definitely agree with that 100%. It'd be hard, it'd be hard to separate your, your personal life, your love life, um, everything that goes emotionally with you and then go into a gym with your with your head coach, your, yeah. your trainer, uh, Habib isn't dating Javier Mendez. You yeah. know that that's just his coach. Uh, mm-hmm. um, you know um, Holly Holm isn't dating you know Jackson or you know Wink or anything anything like that. Uh, those are their coaches. Like to me, I think if she is willing to to uh, re-establish herself um, and her career and in the strawweight division specifically, I think it is maybe time to. You can train with your fiance, husband, whatever, all you want. That's fine. But I think you need a fight camp away from that. Yep. You need to be told things that he maybe he isn't. Uh, and you need to be told at the end of the day, maybe just different things. Yeah. Fighters sometimes, whenever you see a, a, a player, right, like a football or basketball or whatever, like they're sucking with one team and they go to the other team and all of a sudden you're like, damn, why wasn't he doing this on the other team? Uh, it's just change of scenery, Culture. man. Yeah, change of just just fresh start. I let me kind of reestablish myself here. Let me start over fresh, and I think she needs that. But the way that that she is and and how she talks, I I think that I think that there's some doubt there. there yeah. there's some doubt with her, and and um, I don't know. Uh, who do you do you have Andrade winning this? Like I said, man, I freaking look at the stats. Mm-hmm. Significant strikes per minute. Jessica Andrade lands 6.55. To Rose, 3.92. Um, defensively, Jessica Andrade is better. Her takedown defense is a lot better than Rose. Mm-hmm. I think Jessica Andrade is going to fight her a little bit different. I think she's going to try and take her down, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately, I just think Jessica Andrade is just a little bit better uh, all around. Okay. And I think she's mentally stronger. Yeah. So, if, like I said, if Rose comes in there, like, doubting herself or just asking a lot of what ifs or goodbye, you're done. But if she goes in there, I mean, she could surprise a lot of people, man. Just like the way she surprised people when she beat freaking um, Yuana Young Jacek. Yeah. Yeah. If she fight, if she fights the way she fought uh, Check, yeah, I think she could win. Yeah. If not, then I think Jessica Andrade is gonna win. Um, I would like to see a rematch of uh, Wei Li Zhang and uh, and Andrade. I would like to see that uh, again. I'd like for them to run that one more time, maybe in the states. Wei versus uh, do you want to Check? No, um, uh, uh, Andrade. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so like if Andrade wins, I'm um, sorry, she's Portuguese. So I'm sorry, Andrade. 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 Um, but yeah, I would I would definitely like to see that. Um, speaking of Portuguese uh, language, um, Jose Aldo, Peter Yan. Um, let me start with this. Jose Aldo has, as I was saying, things that are happening here are happening. The things that are happening at two fifty one are happening that that were supposed to happen are happening. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is. The consensus was that Jose Aldo beat Marlon Marias. Now, the stats don't show that. The the win and loss column do not show that. Mm-hmm. But because of how convincing he looked against Marlon Marias, he's getting this opportunity here. I hate that shit, dude. 
So and and I and I wanted to ask the following thing. When I see Jose Aldo's fights, since Conor, Conor McGregor lost to Conor McGregor, and that sent him crumbling. That yeah. kind of ruined his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, comes back uh, a year, six months later, beats Frankie Edgar, but then loses to Max Holloway twice. Beats Jeremy Stevens, the hardest 145 pounder. Uh, when he hits you, you do not get up. Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Renan Marcano, uh, he, he wins. But then he loses against Volkanovski, and as the stats and the win-loss column officially show it, lost against Mario Moraes. So he is... Um, one, two, three, three, and one, two, three, four, five, three, and five. Wow. Now, regardless of what you thought about his fight with Marlon Moraes, I thought he won. Everyone else thought, I think, for the most part, I don't know if you do. Mm, it was close. It, it, was, it was, was really close. close. It was close. It was a toss up, to be honest with you. Um, I think he won. Mm-hmm. That isn't what we're in. Uh, that's not what the sport or any sport is about. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate to uh, I hate to bring this up, but um, if you thought that San Francisco or if the commissioner of the NFL thought that the 49ers played much better than the Chiefs, and he goes like, "Well, it doesn't show." I thought the, I thought the Niners I thought the Niners uh, played better. They're the Super Bowl champs. I don't think that's how that works. No, that's not how it works. It's about Unfor- who executed better. Unfortunately, Mario Moraes won. For, for for Jose Aldo, yeah. unfortunately, he won. He should be in this in this fight, but everyone thinks Jose Aldo won, so he is in this fight. So the things that we thought should happen are happening. You're you're saying you don't think Jose Aldo should be in this fight? No, dude. He gets a lot of passes, just like fucking Frankie Edgar. He gets a lot of fucking title shots. Yeah. Even after he loses, he's lost a lot since from at. After Chad Mendes' victory, Conor McGregor on. He's lost a lot. Yeah. So the thing about Aldo is I'm not denying his greatness, Mm-mm. but he has declined a lot after his loss against McGregor, dude. A lot. And just because he beat Morales, you know, granted it was, you know, an iffy win. He won, mm-hmm. you know. I would love to see him fight somebody else. And if he wins that one, then maybe then, give him a title shot. I agree. Uh uh, Jose Aldo, uh, just just so that everyone understands, we understand his legend. We understand how great he was. Uh, from August 10th, 20, two, uh, 2004 to October 25th, 2014, in all those fights, 26 fights, he had only lost one time. He went 8-1 and one to 25-1 and one before he met Conor McGregor. Huh. So definitely not saying this is not good. Definitely not saying He's that great, uh, he obviously. doesn't deserve Hall of Famer. Absolutely, I think this is Mario Marias's shot here that he's taking. Uh, I do hope that uh, Mario Marias gets uh, gets hooked up here uh, shortly after this fight. Whoever wins, I hope so. Um, because as the way I see it, Mario Marias won that. That's what that's what the stats show. But um, I am happy for Jose Aldo being able to kind of find himself here. It looks like he's been giving a pass. Uh, and he has a very tough opponent, and not Peter, but Peter, Peter Jan, Peter Jan, Mother Russia. So who do you have? Uh, who do you have in this? Peter Jan. Peter Jan. Oh damn! Do you want to think about that? Let me ask you nope. again. Who do you have in this fight uh, going on here uh, in the Manaway division? 
Peter Young. Okay, cool. You didn't change his mind. Cool. Me too. Me too. Me too. Um, he's okay. First of all, he's younger. Yeah. He's faster. He's stronger. Just by youth alone, dude. Like, I mean, Grant, like I said, I know Aldo has a lot of experience, but I think he has slowed down a lot. Even though he did beat uh, Morais or Morales, whatever the fuck his name is. Mm-hmm. I I think Jan is the next monster in that division, dude. Yeah. I really do think that, dude. And the way he beat Uriah Favor, he embarrassed him. He embarrassed him completely, yeah. dude. So yeah. I, I honestly think Peter Jan... He's the next monster for that division, dude. So I think he is either going to knock him out or just win by unanimous decision. Very much uh, very much the the career path that um, Jose Aldo took. He's only, uh, Peter, Jan, Peter Jan has only lost one time. 14 and 1. Yeah. And and he, he, he like, he's uh, he lost to um, Magomed and then went on a tear. Mm-hmm. And it looks very identical to mm-hmm. Jose Aldo. Um, I agree. This is not a dude that's talked a lot, uh, talked about yeah, a lot. A lot of people uh, are sleeping on him, dude. Yeah. He, he, he's going to be one of those guys, um, on that Habib level where there isn't a lot of fanfare till he's 20 something and, and yeah. oh, or whatever he has one loss, but, uh, he'll be up there, um, just mowing through different weight divisions, just going like, oh, damn, where has this guy been? Mm-hmm. But um, not talked a lot about a lot, but he's not a flashy dude. He's not really a promo dude. A lot of it is language barriers, I guess. But He's also very technical. Yeah. I see him going on a tear like how Jose Aldo went on a tear and Dominic Cruz went on a tear. Yeah. That's the way I see Peter Jan. This guy is uh, vicious, very scary, very technical, as you were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, wh- how do you see this fight playing out? If he doesn't win by knockout or TKO, whatever, I I honestly think it can possibly go to all five rounds and win by unanimous decision. Okay. Because, I mean, again, you got to give all all of the respect. You know, um, he has been knocked out before, obviously. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, um, but uh, I think Aldo maybe might. Hang in there with them a little bit, you know. But ultimately, I think Jan either wins by unanimous decision or he just gets knocked out, bro. That's just my thoughts. Peter Jan is getting slept on a lot, dude, and yeah. he's not getting the respect he deserves. He's been doing a lot of slept in on people, and he's been <laughs> slept on by everybody. So, yes, um, I I agree. So I I, uh, I am in complete agree agreement. So so mm-hmm. far, uh, Rebus over Van Zandt, uh, Andrade over. Uh, Rose Namahunas, um, and Pewter Jan versus over uh, Jose Aldo. Um, unfortunately for Jose Aldo, he'll suffer another loss. Um, do you, okay, question if Jose Aldo loses, mm-hmm. retires or continues to fight? I think continues to fight. I think he there's look, there's one thing that I remember, uh, remember at least I was saying a couple of podcasts back, MMA podcasts back, mm-hmm. where um. Where we talked about um, him going down to 135, and then he should go back up. He didn't look healthy if he lost or anything like that. Like, I think that he still has a lot to fight for. The dude's 33. Um, uh, uh, Purion is 27, I think. But um, he still has some fight in him. Some yes. gas left in there. I think so. Um, dude. If they're looking for another pick me up fight for Conor McGregor, another another name for him to take down as they go back to rebuilding the R around Conor McGregor, 
Dude, I wouldn't mind to see uh, Jose Aldo McGregor too. I know we were talking about like uh, McGregor Masvidal. I I'd like to know what I would like to know what um, Masvidal's plans are, and also what Conor McGregor's plans are. And I think at the end of the day, for both of them, it is to make money. Yeah. I, I don't think for Conor, I don't think him being a champion and constantly defending that championship. I don't think he needs championship fights. Yeah. I think he is himself the championship fight. Mm -hmm. He doesn't need BMF titles. He doesn't need, uh, you know, uh, uh, a title at 170. Uh, he doesn't need a title at 155, 145. It doesn't matter anymore. Champ, champ, or whatever it is, all that stuff. I think we're entering a stage in... in, in belts don't, in, don't matter anymore. Where belts do not matter yeah. as much. Um, so Which is sad. To be honest with you, it's sad. Yeah, it is because like the champion was like the thing that you're like, dude, that guy's the champion. But keep in mind, Masvidal wasn't even supposed to be in this main event. Yeah, and it, so for him, he was he was like, they actually had mentioned, hey, dude, uh, you could fight for the welterweight title. He was like, yeah, hold on, I'm looking at my options. He's like, hold on, looking at your options, there's a welterweight fight. Yeah. Uh, so a, a lot of it. It, it doesn't matter anymore. It, it, it the, the title doesn't matter as much. So, so to me, it would it would, with Connor. It would definitely depend on what is it that you want to do. Do you want to just make money off these fights, or do you want to also chase the glory greatness, of being the yeah. champion and the greatness of being the champion? If you don't take that Jose Aldo fight, you know, uh, you, you should win that, and then you can chase Masvidar or whoever else it is. If you're just going to start chasing people, 145, 155, 170, you're going to start chasing those guys. That's cool. And for Masvidal, the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. um, before we jump into that, uh, the co-main event, Alexander Volkanovsky versus Max Bless Holloway, who, um, if you check um, Eric Hawani's Twitter page, he's the one that said he, uh, he was having some weight issues. Um, Fuck Hawani. The only the only weight issues that guy wants to have is when he eventually makes heavyweight to fight DC because he says he wants to fight DC. He said he goes, I want. He goes, you V and everything I've worked for or something like that. He goes, I want to fight your fat ass. Um, I uh, I don't think it's I, I wouldn't put it past <laughs> Max Holloway to want to fight DC. Yeah. <laughs> um, DC, uh, DC would just destroy him, dude, regardless. I think DC sees it and goes like, dude, yeah, dude, all right. Like, Relax. They're, they're friends, but um, yeah. uh, if that fight ever happens, it would be entertaining for sure. I I, be, I think both dudes would be in the octagon just laughing as they're fighting. Um, but um, the rematch, Alexander Volkanovsky, Max Holloway. Max Holloway in this fight. He was supposed to be in this fight. It's happening. Uh, a great co-main event. That's an awesome co-main event. Um, just thoughts on this whole fight in itself. My heart is with Max, but my money's with Alexander. Mm -hmm. I think Alexander just might have his number, to be honest with you. Um, but you still got to give Max, you know, uh, a, a puncher's chance. Yeah. Especially if it goes from blow to blow. Max has power in those hands, dude. There was something that I wasn't aware of. Uh, from their first fight. A ver, a ver, platícame. There seems to be controversy over who won this. Alexander won. I, uh, Max thinks different, of course. Of right? course they're going to think like that. And, and, and other people have too. They, uh, and that's his boy. And we were just talking about him. DC also thinks. Uh, he's it, just being biased. Right. Even, even though he says he's not, he is at the end of the day. He 
You gotta I, be biased. I watched that fight, and then I had um I, actually last night I had a uh, because Eva was like, "What are you? What are you talking about? Like, what are you all upset about?" And then uh, what do you call it? I'm like, well, check out this fight. And I'm like, sit there and watch this fight. Mm-hmm. And as soon as it was over, I'm like, who won that fight? And she goes, oh, Alexander did. And it, it, it clearly looked like he won that fight. Um, he, bought, he fought him beautifully, dude. Those leg kicks, dude. Max had no fucking everything. answer for them. Yeah. Those leg kicks were everything. Have we? Are we in a kind of a um, a period here where like the leg kicks are starting to dominate fights a lot more? Mm, yes, yes, and I guess yes and no because I've seen it before. Yeah, where Forrest Griffin beat Quentin Rampage Jackson with nothing but leg kicks. Yeah, yeah. I don't even remember that fight. Yeah, I do. He was just mauling that knee yeah. with leg kicks, and Rampage had no freaking answer, dude. I believe Rampage mentioned it at the end. He was like, "Dude, his leg kicks were just vicious." Yeah. Um, but but this is kind of we're seeing it consistently across the board with more fighters yeah. throwing more leg kicks. I have I have noticed that too, actually. Um, it's a great tactic, dude. M- many people might not like yeah. it, but hey, I mean, if it gets you the W, why not? That is the one thing where I think when, um, whenever the topic comes up of how would a boxer do in MMA, I'm like, all they got to do is feel one leg kick. Mm-hmm. And, that's and it. people are like, what are you talking about? I'm like, they just got to feel that one leg kick. Like, you just got to, like, if you're going to say, oh, they're just going to stand there and box. I'm not saying that because it's MMA. I'm saying yeah. the minute they feel one leg kick, I think they want no part of whatever the hell the, that follows after that. Like freaking, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ryan Garcia, the boxer, mm-hmm. supposedly calling out Dylan Dennis. For um, a boxing fight? Like, or? He said he'll beat him up in like either boxing or MMA. Wow. Uh, I was like, no, dude, this guy yeah. will just take you down yeah. and just submit you so many fucking times. We saw that. What's his name? James Tony or something like yeah, that? Yeah, the boxing when he yeah. tried it. Yeah, when he came uh, into uh, MMA, right? With Randy Couture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, dude. Stop. All, all, all Randy did was like, go like, here, let me uh, take you down really pedestrian-like and boom. And then he goes like, and there it's over. Here, just just lay down. Lay down. Yeah. It's like, shh, 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 go to sleep. Yeah. So, um, nah, um. Um, if an MMA fighter goes to a boxing ring, then that's different. Yeah, I see the boxer obviously winning. Why? Sure. Because so many years of dedication to yeah. just a pure just, sport of boxing. Sure, you know. Yeah. But if a boxer comes into an MMA world, dude, come on, let's be, let's be realistic. It doesn't matter how no. hard you hit, no. how fast your hands are. That motherfucker has been studying so many like um, different skills. All, all he has to do is either a, like you said, give him a huge fucking leg kick. Yeah. That shit will Mm-hmm. Probably knock him down, mm-hmm. or go for a takedown. Simple as that, and and that's it. Um, so you have a uh, Volkanovski winning this. Is, is yeah, I think so, man. I mean, just by stats alone, I would I would have to go with Alexander Volkanovski, man. What do you do with Max Holloway going forward? I I would if he's up for it, I would try and switch uh, divisions and go up and wait. Go up uh, and wait. I, Cause he does have um, he does have some weight cutting issues. He right? does. Like he always. Oh, I made a fucking like a crackhead dude. Whenever he cuts, <laughs> we, I haven't yeah, seen him before. Does, Fuck, yeah. dude. He does. He does. He does. Fuck, he doesn't look healthy. So would you move him to Bantam weight? Um, or would you have? Where would you have him go? Cause right now he's what flyweight or he's flyweight. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry, not Bantam weight. Lightweight. Bantam weight. Light, there w- you go. Would you have him go lightweight? Cause that's also fucking murderers row of fucking just fighters too. But at the same time. But what if that's the change that he needs? That's true. 
You know what I mean? What if that's what if that is the legit fucking thing that he needs? You know, is is uh changing divisions because that cut, regardless how you feel, then you could say, "Oh, I feel good." You know, the day of, right? But your body might fucking think otherwise. You know, you might say, you might you might keep on telling your head, like, "I feel good, I feel good, I feel good," but remember, your organs get super depleted, super dehydrated. Yeah, you know what I mean. So they're still trying to fucking get better, and with the leg kick or something, dude. To your fucking uh, liver or whatever. Oh, dude, that's devastating, dude. So, I, I think he should move up to lightweight if he loses. Yeah. I think so. I, th- I think it would just be easier for him. Just- if he wins, um, it, it, does Alexander then get a... Would you say he gets an immediate rematch? Or does Max Holloway then look to defend that against someone else? Who's, who's top five? Uh, Max Holloway, Zabi, uh, Mar- uh, Margomeda, Sherpov, Ryan Ortega, Chan Sung Jung, uh, Yair Rodriguez. Either either Zabi or an immediate fucking rematch with uh, Volkanovski. Volkanovski. Yeah. Um, I would probably say Zabi. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would, say, I would say maybe Zabi would be where... Um, where they would want to go with that. I know Brian Ortega was supposed to, um, wasn't he supposed to fight the Korean zombie? Yeah, he was supposed to, and but, then he but had something a, fell off. He had right? an injury. Uh, Brian Ortega had an injury. was like, ah, I'm not fighting. Yeah. Um, man, there's another guy that like, I'm like, dude, this guy can be big time. Um, and I think where I thought he would be, would be somewhere in that Sugar Sean O'Malley, mm. um, rising star. That's just like Sugar Sean O'Malley to me, man. I think he wants to like, He's challenging like the top fighters everywhere. I think he still needs one or two more fights. Not for any preparation, not for anything else. It's just before you throw him in there against the wolves. At least two more solid fights. Yeah. Because as much as I hate this from boxing, I understand it too. Mm-hmm. You're not throwing your, your your rising star against the lion's den of guys. You're bringing them up and bringing them up, and you're t- you're having them take out all these guys that he can and should. And then once he gets there, he's there at the right time. Like um, you mentioned boxing, like when Canelo fought Mayweather, I thought they just brought him in way too early. That is the genius of Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. He saw this guy. If he fights him today, dude. If he fights him today, way different fight. Yeah. Canelo eats him up alive. I, I think. think so. And I'm not the hugest boxing fan, but I at least know that much. Mm-hmm. It, back then, it was smart by Mayweather to take him at that time. He was still too young. Um, it wasn't his time. Uh, it was very smart for Mayweather to dangle that money in front of him and say, you don't make this much. Mm-hmm. Here it is. Let me fight you. Let me beat you. And I can move on. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I think... That's where I feel Brian Ortega would have been right now. I, I I thought he would be. I thought that Max Holloway fight yeah. was too soon. Yeah, it just and and what sucks about this sport is you get more injuries in boxing. I think. Yeah. So I honestly thought Brian Ortega was gonna be a rising su- superstar with the quickness, dude. I mean, he had the looks. I mean, no, that, that chulo dude. He has dude, beautiful he has, eyes, dude. Oh my god. Yeah. Sorry. I want to make it one. Um, now. Um, He's good. Uh, his jiu-jitsu is uh, amazing. His stand-up, yeah, yeah. yeah, his his uh, stand-up needs a little bit more. 
But uh, it was just so fucking amazing seeing him knock out Frankie Edgar, dude. <laughs> Who does he train with? Now, I know Henner. I know Henner um, uh, for jiu-jitsu. Mm. And he's in his corner, too. Who's in L.A.? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know because uh, I don't really know that many people that fight out of LA. No, I, I, I don't think. I think there's a gym in San Diego that has some fighters. But was that where Dominic Cruz uh, trains? Yeah, Oma? yeah. That guy should be a coach, man. Yeah, that guy is. Um, if you watch uh Brennan Schaub's uh, Food Truck Diaries, uh, he 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 told um Dominic Cruz he goes, I think you're like the Tony Romo in announcing. Yeah. Of MMA, it's true. Like you have this. You have this brilliant mind for it, and you're able to talk about things right before they happen and paint this picture that helps kind of uh, the the average person understand it better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I really think I don't know if you'll do it, but uh, I think he should. He man. should. Yeah, I think that Retire he retire and just train people. Dude. I, I think that he could really create himself a little uh, 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 one of those really good uh, training places like an AKA or an ATT. Um, if I was him, dude, you know who I would bring in with him? Chael Sonnen. Chael P. Sonnen, who has never lost a round in his life. <laughs> just the last round against... Ch- <laughs> <laughs> just the last 30 seconds. Uh, what did he say? In a, in a, What did he say? Uh, oh, what was that line he said? He goes, in, um, I guess in a, in a sanctioned fight or something like that. Uh-huh. So long as you win the last 30 seconds of a fight, I guess you get the victory. <laughs> But in the mean streets of uh, Oregon, wherever he's from, yeah. he goes like he goes. You call that a beat down by the gangster or something like that. Uh, JLP is the best dude. A um, yeah, he's a smart guy too. Brilliant bro. marketing. If they're yeah, he was kind of one of those first guys, right? That yeah. kind of understood how to market themselves. Uh, very much a pro wrestling fan and understands that selling point of. But not only that, but like I, I've listened to his podcast a few times. Mm. That guy's a genius, dude. I haven't listened to it. Oh, good? He's, oh, he's good, man. Yeah, and oh, dude, he's he's one of those guys. He is to me what Chad Johnson is. If you ever hear Chad Johnson yeah. talk football, you're like, damn. He's like, it's the same play, just over and over. Yeah, it's like, he goes, there's only like seven plays. Like, yeah. it's a blowout, discuss like this, this guy's like that, da, 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 this and that. And like, when I hear Chad Johnson talk football, I'm like, fuck, I didn't think this guy knew this. I thought he was just like, oh, I'm just going to run this round, I'll be open. But yeah, he had trouble with the New England Patriots. Ah. <laughs> uh, you hear his story too, when he uh, when he walked into a meeting uh, late uh-huh. and uh, Belichick was chewing out Tom Brady and he's like, is he fucking chewing out Tom Brady? And people were like, yeah. He goes, fuck. He goes, from that day forward, I didn't do anything that I wasn't <laughs> supposed to do. He goes, because if he was going after Tom Brady, he you know, my ass up. I don't know what he tell my ass. So like, um, but yeah, no. Uh, to me, to me, Chell's Chell is like that. Um, I do watch Chell's. Um, he has like a submission underground league or whatever. Yeah, a uh, bunch of grapplers and stuff like that. That's pretty cool. Check his podcast out, dude. I will. You'll yeah, like it. I you will. will definitely like it, dude. That guy is very knowledgeable, and, and what he says makes sense, dude. A lot of people don't like his uh, his persona, how he carries himself, whatever. Yeah. He might yeah. seem arrogant, whatever. Nah, dude, you, you gotta put that shit aside. And actually listen to what he says. And he's smart, dude. I don't think he cares about anyone's feelings because he he's not looking to hurt anyone's feelings. Mm. He's there to tell you. He's just very blunt. That I am here to talk to you and tell you that this beer is Modelo. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And like it's like, well, I don't like it. I, I'm offended by that. Okay, sucks for you because yeah. I'm calling it like I see it. Um, I really think that um, 
Uh, he is he carries himself that way. Is that why um, John Jones has he has he doesn't like um, he doesn't like Chelsea on it. Is it because of that? Be- or what is it? Because I remember there was an interview not well, I guess a while back now where John Jones had just won a fight mm-hmm. and um, and Ariel Hawani and Chael Sonnen were about to interview him. And John Jones oh, on air goes, yeah. I will only like, talk, talk to, to you, Ariel. Ariel. Yeah. Like, blah, blah, blah. So anyone else there, like, I'm not talking to. Yeah, I remember that. Who did he beat? Uh, uh, some scrub because he won. Yeah, it could have been a scrub. It could have been like. Uh, uh, I forgot who he, was against. No, I was going to say it wasn't against Santos. Who was it? Could have been a Gustafson. Maybe a Gustafson. But I do remember that. Yeah. He's all like, and I'm like, and I was standing there. I'm like, well, this is kind of awkward. And then Ariel's like, uh, okay, like whatever. Like um, Ariel being very much the, um, I feel like he babies a lot of fighters um, and, and, and doesn't really um, critique as much. But I guess he wants the interviews. It's, it's smart though, so he gets all the interviews. Yeah, because if you go like, "Oh, this dude sucks," and then he like, you're gonna interview him, they're like, well, "I don't want to go yeah, on his show." It's, it's like basically I'm fucking United States, you're Russia, and he's fucking Sweden. He's, <laughs> he's like right in the middle, so you know. So, um, the main event. Oh, Kamaru Usman, sixteen and one, your welterweight, uh, defending champion. Uh, coming off a, a brilliant victory over Kobe Covington, was supposed to fight someone else. The f- I, I want to say brilliant. Sorry, I mean control. Okay, no. Um, I thought Kobe Covington was holding his own, dude. Just until mm-hmm. like towards the he end. He was, yeah. Until no. the end, yeah. I, I I don't see why they're not running that fight back again. Usman, he's like, I already beat you. I don't want to fucking run it again. I I. I I don't see why they're not running that again because when I saw that fight, I'm like, I could watch. If you can look at a fight and and how good the fight was, was ask yourself fight. right afterwards after that fight's done, ask yourself, would I be interested in watching another five rounds right now? Fuck yeah, dude! That Covington Usman fight. Let's just say that uh, Covington was healthier. Um, I would have loved to have seen another five rounds. Not only that, but if his jaw wouldn't have broken, mm-hmm. I think it would have been different because I think he exposed Usman. Mm-hmm. Usman was eating mm-hmm. a lot okay. of shots, man. I he was, yeah. Yeah, he was eating a lot of shots. Um, Kobe Covington, I think, I think he kind of exposed him a little bit. Um, just very unfortunate that he broke his jaw. Well, his jaw got broken. And uh, he just had to protect his face a little bit more, dude. And with that, you know, I mean, unfortunately, he just... You know, got knocked out and lost, you know. But I think if, if that wouldn't have happened, I think it would have been a, a different fight, to be honest with you. Yeah. Because it was close, dude. It, it was it was a pretty close fight. I At least I think. Now, the challenger. Masvidal? Uh, Masvidal. 35 and 13. Game bread. Uh, Street Jesus. <laughs> um. He wasn't the original guy scheduled to fight. Gilbert Burns was in his place, and Gilbert Burns uh, uh, came, uh, was tested positive for uh, for COVID nineteen, so he is no longer in the fight. Now, just one real quick to show you how the UFC is doing things. A guy tested positive, and they're like, "Cool, you're out. Someone else is in." That's just how that goes. Mm-hmm. the sh- The show must go on. They're not making a big deal about it. It's just you're not fighting, mm-hmm. and that's it. Go quarantine. You're not fighting. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, All right, who wants to fight? <laughs> next guy, Gilbert Burns. Was he, had he not tested positive for COVID nineteen, 
do you still feel like he should have been the one fighting tomorrow? Yeah, I think okay. at the end of the over day, Masvidal. Yeah. Over Masvidal. Okay, yeah. why? I, I think so. Um, simply because he he beat the ex champ Tyron Willie like he was like a fucking bag of potato chips. Yeah, unanimously. So, um, is it the fight that that should have happened in the first place? Yes. But Masvidal versus Usman is the fight that we all want. Let me Be- because I think there's more like bad blood there, like. Real mm-hmm. bad blood. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let, let these fucking two dudes just fucking squash their beef in the fucking octagon. It's like if I told you tomorrow um, that the main event is now DC versus John Jones, you'd be like, okay, <laughs> because they hate each other. There's a story there. I want to see that. Yeah. We're interested in stories. Um, we're interested in rivalries, real legit ones with real hatred. Yeah. Um, Gilbert Burns, by the way, uh, looks like he's nine and one yeah. in his last ten fights. Um, so I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. I guess I was more along the lines of like, I wanted to see Masvidal Usman, anyways. Yeah, me too. Same here. Don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining. Actually, yeah. I think it's an upgrade, right, from that fight. To be honest with okay. you, I, I, I think, um, I think Burns versus Usman, to me, it seemed like it was going to be more of a grappling match. Yeah. Which as Masvidal just wants to fucking bang. Let me bang, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's gonna be more of a brawl. So let me ask you this: Was this? Do you think Masvidal really took this fight on short notice, or was he, or was he low key getting ready for an opportunity if it presented itself? You know what? Honestly, I, I think low key he was still training just in case of you know what if this happened or mm-hmm. what if that happened. But at the same time, with him, money talks. Yeah, you know, if the money wasn't there, then he wasn't gonna take it. But um, I I, I think low key he was still, you know, being active, training, whatever, just in case if something did happen, which I'm glad that something did. Unfortunately, he got COVID. I don't want to get COVID. But let's be honest, man. Come on, everybody wants to see Masvidal versus fucking Usman, dude. Really quick, um, uh, this podcast we're always going off topic. Fuck it, it is <laughs> what it is. This isn't a professional podcast, and if you've listened to most professional podcasts, they go off topic themselves. So fuck <laughs> it, I'm allowed to go off topic too. Um, I am getting blown the fuck up on Facebook, dude. Um, I posted this picture uh, for all of you that have my Facebook page, uh, yeah, my personal one. Um, for all of you that have my personal Facebook page, so I put this picture. Buster Posey is opting out of play for the Giants uh, for this for this uh, shortened uh, season. Uh-huh. So there was a fight here about to happen. I look at everyone trying to pull each other apart, but look and at Buster Posey. Posey's like whatever. He's like, <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Like, so I can't I, fight. So I posted this meme. Not the first time Buster Posey has opted out. And dude, look at the comments. There's 80 people. There's like there's 80 people that have reacted and like there's. Smartest guy, he is the smartest guy. He's a fuck that. There's all these comments just like, oh shit, man, I'm a dad, dude. Fucking posy, dude. Hey, dude, I was just, I was only kidding. I was so only he's really kidding. opting out. To yeah, he's play. opting out. Well, what there's a lot bitch, of things. Okay, dude. so for everyone listening, that was me uh, in that moment trolling a little bit. Uh, I'm known to do that from time to time. Um, I am a huge Buster Posey fan. Yeah, I have an autographed uh, face, uh, face uh, helmet, a uh, catcher's helmet, with him on it. I have four of his rookie cards. Uh, we want to go watch him in San Jose. Yeah, San Jose. That show was fun, dude. So, 
That I'm a Buster Posey fun fan. Uh, I had more fun in that fucking stadium than I did in the Giant Stadium. Yeah, dude. Um, the I, vibe was just different. If you ask me something that I miss about San Jose, I will say right now at the top is San Jose Giants. Um, I'd ha- I'd to really kind of I'd have to think about that to say if there was anything else, dude. But dude, I miss going there. Did the games count? No, the memories counted more. But dude, good as barbecue. Two for two for one beers. I feel like the games are for more for like fucking borrachos and dragones, dude. And there we are, there we are. I fucking had a blast, dude. Dude, um, oh shit. I remember one game. It, it was a day game uh-huh. during the week, and and I was at school, San Jose mm-hmm. State, literally down the street. And I saw that, and I'm like, oh fuck, there's a game in between. Um, I think I was at the grocery store, and I saw that there was only, this was like on a Tuesday or Thursday, mm-hmm. and I'm like, there's a game in between classes. I'm like, I'm going to go. My first yeah, class was like, it. my first class ended like at, I don't know, uh, 10, 30, 11, That's something really. like that. And then the next class didn't start till like 3.30 or oh, something so like that. Oh, so you had a good amount of hours. So, so had, and the game started like at 12. So I'm like, all right, Perfect. I'm I'm going to go. I got me one of those free tickets that the grocery stores up there have or whatever. And like, uh, So I, I went in between classes. Uh, and I'm like, I'm going to have a couple beers watching the game. There was, there's hardly anyone there. It was me and like three other drunk guys. And um, uh, maybe like some grandma taking her kid or her grandkid <laughs> or something like that. And um, so I'm like, cool. And, you know, they have two for one beers. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, they have the beer batter. Yeah. So whenever the beer batter goes up, they, they designate someone from the other team. And they're like, all right, if this two strikes out, it's two for one beer. Ah, there you go. That's what it is. Yes. So he goes up, strikes out. And I'm like, cool. I go downstairs, give me my two Fuck, for one, yeah. come back, got my two beers. Mind you, I already had a beer when I showed up at the stadium. Mm-hmm. Grabbed a beer, went to sit down, so three beers in. I'm like, cool. Beer batter comes up again. Strikes out. I'm like, oh, fuck. I still had, I don't know if I had to finish my other beers. Yeah, I can't say no, two for I'm one. Like, you have to. It is the will of the yeah, gods. It is. It is the will it's of the gods. Sign. Yeah, so I'm like, uh, I'm going to go. So I go down, get my other two beers. He comes up and he hit base hits or pops up or something. Uh, and he like, that doesn't count. So I'm like, cool. I could finish these beers. You're like, he comes up again, strikes out. I had, I think, eight, nine beers before I went back to class. <laughs> oh, shit. So you're fucking smelling like a sorrillo. Fuck yeah. Not only that, I was fueling it like crazy. I was like, fuck. I sat down in class. Yo, gangsters, what's up, what's up, what's up? like, gangsters, what's up, yo? I didn't really talk to a lot of people in that class. I walked in talking to fucking everybody. People were, like, looking at me like, I was a fucking quiet, weird kid in the corner. Yeah. Hi, the hijos de puta madre, like, oh, the quiet, fat kid in the corner? Like, in that class, I didn't talk because it was late in the day. You're and not I'm, fat, dude. You're PHAT. PHAT, dude. Pretty uh, hot and tempting. With uh, three Cs. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so um so I'm like in there and then like the teacher starts talking about things and, and I like I raise my hand and comment and all of a sudden every the whole class is against me. I don't know what I said, I forgot. <laughs> but I said something and the whole class uh, mind you this was a sociology class, the whole class was against me. And uh it made for an interesting conversation. Uh when we were done uh, my professor, who I've had multiple times, mm-hmm. knows I, I do talk in the morning classes a lot more. In the afternoon classes, I'm ready to go the fuck home. Yeah, you're over uh, it already. Yeah, and he goes, "Hey, uh, he goes, I usually notice in this this time slot, you're you're kind of more quiet, just more to yourself." And he goes, "Like, you, you okay?" And I'm like, uh, "No, um, I had a lot to drink." 
I went to a Giants game down the street and the beer batter fucking... <laughs> I, I don't know if it was a failure by the San Jose Giants in picking him or, or a success. <laughs> However you want to look at it, half empty, half or half full. But um, I had a lot of beer. He goes like, you should go home, be careful. Uh, I just want to say that it was really exciting to have you uh, have the whole class against you. And if you can keep that up, it'll be great because just like you... I don't like this afternoon class either. <laughs> I want to go home. So and I'm like, like are, you, are you advising me to drink every time? I <laughs> and I'm like, so drink more. He goes like, just, you know, like uh, he goes, just, he goes, he didn't, he goes, no, no, no. He goes, I didn't say that. He goes, just uh, try to participate more in this hour. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, uh, I try to, but uh, anyways, uh, uh, I don't even know why I got, uh, oh yeah, because of the, um, the being blown up on Facebook or yeah. whatever. Um, I was just fucking around. Uh, Buster Posey, the reason why he's opting out, um, uh, part of it could be just the whole COVID thing, but uh, he just had twin. Uh, he, they just adopted twin babies. They were born prematurely, and um, he's there with his babies now, and he feels like he should be there um, with them. So that's why he's doing that. Um, it's not because he's, like, afraid of anything else. Uh, it's just a precautionary thing for him. So he adopted babies? Twin babies. Um, huh. He already has kids of his own, and I think they were just. What's your take on that? Um, Adopting babies. That's it's, it, it's there are people out there that cannot have kids, yeah. and it's definitely an alternative for them. Um, I think it's great. I think it gives those babies that um, I don't know if he had a surrogate or not, or I don't know how that worked. Um, I don't know how he went a, 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 about doing that. Um, uh, but if uh, a lot of times when they adopt, when they adopt, I, I think it's a good thing. Uh, it's from an adoption agency or foster agency. You're, you're, I think in a lot of cases, you're giving those kids an opportunity at a more normal, mm -hmm. stable life. Um, uh, what do you call it? So uh, I personally, uh, from family, know the, um, the gift that can be given to that child and that what that child gives to the family um so yeah no it's it's great um and if he had a surrogate um i don't know if there was maybe any health issues or health concerns with his wife or anything like that or uh, anything of that nature um um i think it's great i think mm -hmm. it's great um when when people do that um it's it's um it's it's one thing to like love your children and raise them and and do anything for them because they are your own mm -hmm. blood and dna and everything like that but to step up and do that for children that aren't yours, DNA wise, yeah, um, it, that, it takes a pretty big fucking heart to do right, that, right? Right. So, like, props to those people. Um, uh, it was one of those things where we thought about, you know, like uh, we were asked the question of, "What are you guys gonna have kids?" And and I, I honestly, at the point at at, at that moment, was like, "Look, uh, if we have kids, great. If we don't, okay. Uh, if we still feel." Like we need to fill a void by having a kid. We'll look at adopting or fostering or whatever it may be. Mm. Um, I've always said um, before I had kids and even now, I, I, I've never been one to tell people you have to have kids. You don't have to. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it's like a it's like a friend of mine. Um, they they've been married for a couple of years, but they've been together for maybe ten, maybe. Mm. Anyways, um. Other mutual friends, you know, they, they, they push them into having kids. 
fucker, when are you going to have your babies? You guys need to have your babies. You know, you're getting older. She's getting older. Yada, yada, yada. <coughs> so I remember one time, me and him, we were just talking. We were both kind of buzzed. And I was just like, hey, what's up, dude? I was like, so I was like, how's the whole, you know, baby making going? You know, like, are you guys trying or what's going on? Mm. And it's like, yeah, like, you know, like, we're, we're trying. He's like, not not like actively, but, you know, we're yeah. trying, you know. Yeah. Well, that's cool. He's like, so how do you feel about it? He's like, ah, I just feel like everybody's just, you know, busting our balls. And I was just like, dude, I was like, there's nowhere where it says in life that you have to have kids. Nah. I was like, dude, I was like, if anything, I was like, I see that you guys are enjoying each other's company. You guys travel a lot. If you guys are happy just doing that, then just do that, dude. Don't 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 yeah. try don't try to please anybody else. Yeah. If you guys if, if you guys want kids and it happens, then great. If yeah. it doesn't happen, Enjoy your wife. Enjoy the travels. Everything. I was like, dude, there's nowhere 100%, 100%. in life where it says you have to have kids. Yeah, preach. And then he's like, dude, he's like, you have no idea. I was like, how much, it feel, uh, how how good it feels to hear that because we feel pressure everywhere. I don't know. I was just like, dude, I was like, if you're fucking shooting blanks, bro, you're shooting blanks. Yeah. You know what? It's like, who cares? Yeah. You know, better for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was like, dude, I was like, there's nowhere in life in the rule book where it says, hey, you have to have kids when you're married or even not married or whatever the case. Yeah. Enjoy your wife. Enjoy your guys' company. Yeah. yeah. If you ever feel the void to feel the need to just have a kid for, for or, a few or hours. Or adopt. Yeah. I even told yeah. them. Or babysit someone else's. Yeah. And, like take them out and, and then at the end of the day, give them back. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 So I told them, I was like, yeah, I was like, if anything, there's, like, there's always adoption. Yeah, and um, he's like, yeah, he's like, you're right. He's like, we'll see, we'll see what happens. I was like, dude, I was like, fuck everybody else. I was like, don't stress about what they think. You know, um, I've I always I would always hear that having babies was like the most unselfish thing someone could do, and I actually I disagree on that. I think it's the most selfish thing someone can mm-hmm. do. And what I mean by that is, um, when you have a kid, you get all this attention. Mm-hmm. Right, you get all these people, you know, showering you with love and praise and gifts and stuff like that. And all of that is appreciated, and all of that is, it makes you feel good, right? Like, mm-hmm. but you're also, you know, it's it's your bloodline. You're continuing your bloodline. You're leaving your mm-hmm. legacy. You're doing all these things. You're leaving something behind. So when you leave, mm-hmm. you're doing this. It makes you happy. It makes your wife happy. It makes your relationship happy. All I've said so far is all the things that make you or or me happy. So like. It's a selfish thing, I think, to have one. But it's 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 something for me that I had I given into pressure. I don't think I was. I don't think we were pressured. I think people just wanted. Hey, when you guys having kids, mm-hmm. you know, you you say that to people that have been together for a while and couples and and married couples. It's like a te valga, huh? Like straight up. But I know I was. I don't think we were pressured ourselves. I don't think we were. Uh, at least I didn't feel that. But the, it, but at the same time, like subconsciously, you're just like I feel like people are pressured to have kids already. Did it get annoying at times? Maybe, but not. Like, I'm sure it did, dude. Like, but we had one. Uh, I was 34. Uh, she was 36. So I don't think we were like pressured. I don't think it was like something like we're like fuck. We gotta have one. Um, but now. Today, uh, she just turned 10 months the other day. I saw that. Fuck already, yeah. man. Fuck. The one thing I was wrong in, Rob, about you parents um, was you guys are like, oh, they really grew up so fast. And I'm like, no, they don't. That's what I thought, too. I don't remember. I remember her born. I remember her born and that first month. And then, boom, 10 and months And then I already. don't remember months two through nine. Yeah. 
Like, I'm like, I look at her, and now she's, like, she's standing on her own a little bit. That's good. Uh, and then trying to walk, or trying to, like, hold on to things on her own and, and, and stuff like that. And I'm just like, dude, I don't remember month four. Yeah. And people, like, take a lot of pictures, take a lot of video. And I'm like, this is why people take pictures and video a lot. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you won't remember shit. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, now me and Yvette are sitting here going, like, do you remember month five? No. Like, I don't remember. Because, <laughs> t- one, I mean, unless you're fucking blessed and have a great kid that sleeps through the night. But when your kid doesn't sleep, you're like, you're fucking sleep deprived. You forget shit. You're just like, fuck, what the fuck did I miss? There's Yeah. Yeah. There's no tired, like, like lack of sleep tired. Yeah. And it's not because... You don't want to. Your kids just don't let you fucking sleep. I woke up today to like kicks to the. To, speaking of kicks, yeah. Um, I woke up today to kicks in the face, kicks in the back, kicks everywhere. A couple punches thrown. Um, have you got kicked in the balls? Um, uh, yeah. Oh my god, that's the worst way to wake up. Yeah. Uh, not 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 waking up, but just kind of like just holding her, and all of a sudden, boom! I'm like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. Um, no, yeah, uh, it's been, it's been great. Uh, it's been great having them. I don't think you you need to, if you do, uh, you're in for a journey, uh, very, um, a very cool journey. Um, and as you you can, as you can attest to, Mm. uh, having a couple, um, it's very life changing. At least for me, it was, Which, Uh, by the way, you know, you have to have another baby, right? Yeah. You can't just let her, just let her grow by herself. Like, but here's the thing too. I, I, we're not against that. The one thing that I don't see, though, is uh-huh. when people go like, oh, someone that they could play with. They don't play with them. They fight the entire time. Yeah. But I follow uh, my sisters. Um, but, yeah, no, uh, we're definitely not against a number two. If uh, it happens, it happens. If not, hey, at least you guys have, you know, yeah, Ariane. We're not against number two. Um, I think it would be a few years beforehand, maybe mm-hmm. another year or so. Uh just to enjoy this one, although this one already has like plans of her own, she wants to like just walk away and do her own thing. So it's like, I think it might be time for another one that just will be uh, not mobile. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, but um, yeah, no, um, uh, it's been fun, uh, but definitely don't need to. But that is why uh, going off that uh, that much off uh, off off the trail there, uh, that is why Buster Posey uh, is um, opting out. Good for him. Uh, good for him. If you guys are listening on on Facebook or something like that, good for Bitch. him. <laughs> um, so anyways, uh, the main event, Masvidal, Masvidal, Usman, taking this on short notice, um, quote unquote short notice, is Masvidal in a win-win situation regardless if he wins or loses? Oh, of course. I think so. Cause if he wins, he becomes a champion. If he loses short notice, short notice and people still want to see him fight. Right. And he got fucking money. I think that's why he did this. I think he took this fight because he saw that if he loses, it's short notice. But don't count him out. Oh, no, I won't. I um, I have him winning. Well, you know what, dude? I, this one, I cannot make a solid decision on who I think will win. If, if anything, you, you know what? Most people are counting out Masvidal because of Usman's wrestling. But... Mm-hmm. You do know who's Masvidal's boy, right? For years. It was it was Kobe. No. Covington. No. That was his boy for a while. Well, that, but I'm talking about a superior wrestler than Kobe. So not me. Not right. No, you're up there. But yeah, when we're boys, me and Masvidal, but Yeah. Yoel uh, Romero. That's his boy, dude. Damn. Yoel Romero. If what you not a- say what you forget to say. <laughs> 
he's an, he's an Olympic medalist. Don't forget about Jesus. <laughs> he's an Olympic medalist, dude. He's known Masvidal. They've been boys for years, bro. What happened to you? Oh yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> seriously, they're friends. Yeah, they're oh, they're boys. Okay, they're both Cuban. I don't think they call me Cuban. They call me. People don't know that they're actually boys, dude. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. They're boys. They've been friends for a while now, dude. You know who else he's boys with? Uh, ben Ashton. Oh, really? Since since let, let, fucking, Shut the fuck uh, after up. Are he you serious? after he uh, after that fight after he, after he killed him and <laughs> he got revived. Yeah, I think yeah yeah I think he came back to life. Luckily, you know, and Elon Musk. Um, I like Elon. It's um, <laughs> um, since then I think Ben Askren kind of showed him like, hey, like he took the loss like a G, you know. Hey, I got my ass handed to me on that one. I didn't see it coming. I love when I see that from athletes, dude. And then Ben Askren's just like, he's just like a dude where afterwards, uh, Masvidal's like, oh, I get it. It's a shit he has to get to be corny and annoying. And uh, he's he he recognized him as a legit wrestler. And he goes like, yeah, like he took he took the loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, no no excuses. No like, oh, we should run that again. He's just like, I don't want to fight him again. Uh, so since then, they've actually struck up quite a friendship. But I did really? not. Yeah, fuck. I did not know that, that takes a lot of balls, dude. It does. Um, it is it, very as you were just alluding to. It's very refreshing when you see an athlete of in any sport of any uh, level uh, take a loss like that. Um, it's, it's very, it's very refreshing to see. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I didn't know he was friends with y'all Romero. Dude, they're boys. They're both Cuban. They both live in Florida. They're both boys, dude. I, I could see, um, yeah, I could see. I so could, his dressing is very underrated just, right. be, just because he doesn't show it a lot. Yeah. His dressing is very underrated. It was kind of like, um, and just thinking about wrestling underrated when I was watching, uh, watching all these UFC events, um. When Chuck Liddell came in, they hardly talked about his wrestling. Yeah. When he first came in, they're like, oh, you know, uh, a striker or whatever, a uh, kickboxer or something like that. But they were never talking about nah. his wrestling. He never really needed to use it that much. And it wasn't until later on where they're like, oh, his wrestling's the reason why it stays on it stays on its feet. Mm-hmm. The fight does because... Um, his but take out defense is good. Yeah. Um, I So it, I was asked yesterday... Who did I have, Usman or Masvidal? And I first said, I first said the following. It is on short notice. There is uh, a lot of um, quarantine that they're doing. Um, there's, uh, I think he had to lose something like twenty-two pounds. Um, there's a, a lack of. Of just things available to them, and I wouldn't like resources I, resources available to them in Abu Dhabi given this pandemic. I wouldn't put yes, it in Yas Island. Yes, yes. I wish I had a drop. I could should have put a, a little sound effect in yes. for that one. Um, but um, I don't know. I think with this pandemic, I think I, I think that there are some obstacles in mm-hmm. the way. Um, I agree, but I. I see this as the opportunity for him to come in. He has incentives outside of winning a championship here uh, to win this fight. Uh, he has a contract that he's not happy with. That he just recently signed, too. Mm-hmm. He just recently signed and he's not happy with. Greedy motherfucker, dude. This will allow him to have that bargaining power. Mm-hmm. I agree. Especially if he wins. Yeah. My God. And one thing about Masvidal. People sleep on his takedown defense. His takedown defense is at 77%. Yeah. I mean, damn. 
Good. That's amazing. Yeah. That's what I'm telling you. People sleep on his on, on his wrestling. They say that for Masvidal, it's kind of he's he's being given a lot given his record. Uh if we look at a couple fights here, um he he's only won his last three. Uh, does he have a shitty record? Yes, he does. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, he was 135 fights but or whatever, but he's lost 13 fights, dude. Yeah. That's a lot of losses. And a handful of them just in the last uh, five years. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of people say he's uh, he's kind of flavor of the month. He's being shot to superstardom. But um, I think at the end of the day, it's like we talked about. What fight do we want to see, right? The names and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, Dana White, uh, in an interview yesterday, I think. Oh, the ESPN, s- right? Said that uh, they have sold more merch this week than they did all of 2019. <laughs> he's a superstar. I don't think he's at that Conor McGregor transcendent no, mega star level. He's not. But he is a superstar within MMA and that yeah. world. And, you know, being asked to be interviewed by all these other outlets, I think that Masvidal is cashing in uh, before he rides off into the sunset. Um, he still has quite a ways to go, I think. Especially because I know a lot of people want to see him beat Usman. Yeah. They, they don't want Usman as champion. They don't. Yeah. Um, and then what, what crazier scenario? Now we did say championships don't matter when it comes to people like Conor McGregor and really overall, uh, in the grand scheme of things, but what, what greater stage than to have a fight at a 170 Conor McGregor versus Jorge Masvidal cool. and the legend that that would add to Conor McGregor, a champ at 145, a champ at 155 a champ at 170 question mark like that would be insane what better way than to welcome conor mcgregor back not to the world but just to the mma world Mm -hmm. because he's a mega star he's selling the shit out of uh proper 12 but a welcome back because he calvisorn yeah he beat him and cool it was all of 40 seconds 41 seconds whatever it was but um, what a better way to welcome him back uh, than to a uh, a fight at 174, a title against Jorge Masvidal. That'd be fucking, dude. Oh, my God. Imagine how many pay-per-views they would sell. Would that be, that fight would probably be, what, July? It'd be October? October, October I think. Um, Stipe, uh, Stipe DC happens August, yeah. right? Yes, I think it does. Yeah, I think it does happen uh, in August. Yes. Mm-hmm. August 15th, 252. August 15th, yeah. You looking forward to that one? I am, actually, because the first two fights were just good. Yeah. The first two fights were good. Do, do you think uh, DC would have won that second one? Had he, had he had a better game plan than just stay there and have Stipe hit him? I think so, because at the end, he was like a punching bag. He was just eating fucking shots left and right. So I, I I think this third fight I think Stipe is gonna beat him again. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, I think so. To be honest with you, uh, DC says that's that's his last fight. Too. I think so. So I think he's just looking to cash out. <coughs> to be honest with you, um, un- I, unless somehow he, I think it's his last fight till John Jones or against Brock Lesnar. Ooh, un- that would be sick. Or unless they bring in Brock Lesnar. 
Who would win in just a straight wrestling match? Who do you think would win? So one of the things that that um one of the things that I think UFC Fight Pass um does is they will show you submission underground. They will show you uh the Eddie Bravo invitational and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And all that stuff's pretty cool. Um Back in the day, they would have some pay-per-view, UFC pay-per-views, um, some of the earlier ones, where they would have, like, it'd be a theme. Mm-hmm. It'd be, like, a redemption. And everyone fighting on that card would is was looking for redemption. Mm-hmm. It would be, a, a, like, a grappling type of theme because all the people on that card had legit, like, jiu-jitsu or legit mm-hmm. wrestling or something like that. It would be cool... For them to to promote stuff like like uh, Chill Sundance, Submission Underground, stuff like that, it would be cool for them to have some gimmick type fights mm-hmm. where where these dudes are, are only wrestlers. I say this about uh, being a fan of, of pro wrestling and WWE. I say this about them. They sometimes don't do the athlete because those guys are athletes. They don't do them justice in some of the things that they do. Mm-hmm. Bobby Lashley, a legitimate wrestler. Brock Lesnar, a legitimate wrestler. Uh, Kurt Angle, mm-hmm. an Olympic gold, gold medalist, medalist yeah. with a broken freaking neck. Oh, it's true. Um, but they don't do enough of highlighting these guys' mm-hmm. skills. I would love nothing more than to see a, a pure wrestling match mm-hmm. with with some of these guys, a pure jujitsu match with some of these guys. Brian Ortega, uh, his jujitsu versus uh, Tony Ferguson <clears throat> versus Tony Ferguson. That would be sick, that dude. Would be fucking amazing that would watch. be so sick to see that. Mm-hmm. And maybe it doesn't happen on a maybe it happens on a fight night, and they're not the main event. Maybe it's in the prelims, or maybe they open up the fights. Um, or maybe it's just a special event that just on UFC Fight Pass or on ESPN Plus. I would love to see stuff like that. Uh, is it gimmicky? Yeah, and maybe because I'm a pro wrestling fan, I'm into gimmicks. Uh, but that would be pretty sick to see yeah. to see a pure wrestling match. Stipe, uh, DC, Brock Lesnar. Uh, the list of pure legit wrestlers goes 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 on and on and on. Mm-hmm. It would be sick to see that. I, I would definitely be down to see a, just a pure, even if it's for like DC has his or uh, yeah DC has his. Uh, high school wrestling team, like do something for charity, him and Brock yeah. or, or him and John Jones, if they ever become friends, um, um, that would be sick. Um, but, um, I think this is DC's last official match. Uh, unless John Jones, he says he's done Joe, John Jones. He's moved on. No, you no, haven't. He hasn't. No, that's no. a goal. He's going to be chasing I, no, forever. No, dude. you haven't. Um, even, you know what? He's not even chasing a victory. He's chasing just a third try. Mm-hmm. I agree. And 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 the other person you mentioned, Brock Lesnar, is the uh, I think are the only two people that bring DC out of retirement. I think so. Um, I think he has uh, one John Jones because of the full hatred that he has towards mm-hmm. him, even though he says he doesn't hate him or whatever. Dude, you hate the fucker. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. And two, Brock Lesnar because of the feria. Yeah. As we mentioned, I think the last time we were here to talk MMA, uh, Brock Lesnar does own like three of the top 20 pay-per-views uh, grossing all time for mm-hmm. a reason. Yeah. He sells. Yeah, he sells. And and it's just like and he he has a successful MMA record, right? 
Um, I think he's like five and three. Six um, and three, right? Or something six like and that. Three. Um and um and he does it for fun. Which is fucking sad. For fun. It's kinda like when I go out there and I shoot my bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. I'm not a, I'm not fucking como se llama el way the um, Avengers. Oh. Um Hawkeye. Hawkeye. I'm not yeah. pitching Hawkeye. I'm fucking you know, just I'm like it's just um it's just for fun. That's what he does at he does really well. At a professional level, for fun, dude. Yeah, his record is five and five and three, one no contest. Mm. Um, but five and three, a winning record, and also uh, in that five and three and one, uh, a, a heavyweight championship. <laughs> he sh- he should be fucking uh, four and four. He should have lost to Shane Carwin. <laughs> I don't know if you ever saw that fight, dude. Yeah. I don't know if you ever saw it, but oh my god, that freaking fight should have been stopped a long time ago, and he should have lost that fight. But he, the ref let it kept on going, and fucking he just ended up winning. Um, that no contest against Mark Hunt, Mark Hunt, you lost that fight. Yeah, roids or no roids, you're not bringing Brock Lesnar. Uh, I'd like to see. I would have loved to have seen them run back that Cain Velasquez fight. Yeah, um, I um, he was um, oh, when, when he first became champion. Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah. I I would have loved to have seen them like immediately run that back. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sucks that they didn't. But uh, anyways, um, those are the two fights I think that DC would come back for, uh, Brock Lesnar or uh, John Jones. Um, I cannot wait for John Jones to make that jump to heavyweight. Hopefully, um, it should happen, dude. Uh, it. Why he's not being paid more to fight a Francis Ngannou? Like I, I if you asked if you asked the UFC to do this last year in front of live gates and mm-hmm. crowds and stuff like that, I think it's a no brainer. Yeah. If you ask them to do it now, I don't know. Um, but um, I pay him. Uh, John Jones, Francis, John Jones, anyone in that heavyweight division, dude. Uh, I want to see him fight, dude. Mm-hmm. I want to see him fight every single person in the heavyweight division. I want to see him fight Stipe, DC, Anthony uh, Francis, Rumble Johnson, Rumble Johnson uh, Derek Lewis. Please destroy him. Please kill him. <laughs> Why do you hate him so much, dude? Dude, lo odio, dude. Like, lo odio, dude. Like, he's like, a good fighter, dude. Like, he's a good guy and everything, but lo odio, you know? Like, lo odio. Question, Evan. I'm going to deviate a little bit. Yeah. Rest in peace. Khabib dead. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace. How well do you think mentally Khabib is going to be the day of the fight? Knowing that his dad is, you know, no longer here. When he comes back yeah. and eventually fights someone, fights... Um, he fights, um, what's his name? Um, Gagey. Justin Gagey. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting fight. I think that Habib and Habib's dad have done a really well, have done a great job in in removing the mental aspect to fighting for Habib. Meaning that he just goes out there, he just crushes. Yeah, but at the same time, A, that was his dad, and B, he's a human being. Yeah. Regardless, you know? So let's say he loses would you blame it on the loss of his father, him not being mentally there or just because Justin Gagey had a better game plan? I guess ultimately if I said, because he didn't prepare as well mentally, 
or had distractions, I am saying because of the loss of his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be unfortunate for Gaethje because Gaethje proved to us something that I think none of us thought. I don't think there was. I don't know anyone that thought Ferguson wasn't winning that fight. Yeah. Um, I think Gaethje showed us something. I think he um, is someone that could very well beat Habib. Mm-hmm. It's going to be unfortunate because, you know, something on the back of everyone's minds is going to be like, where was Habib mentally? I, I think ultimately, I think Habib's dad did a very good job and so did Habib of removing the mental aspect from Habib's uh, fighting uh, style. I think that given everything that happened around the Conor McGregor uh, fiasco, I think that Habib was, I think that Conor, they said he didn't get to, to him. I think he did. Um, and he did because of the way he reacted after yeah. the fight. But during the fight, Habib was very well composed. He didn't fight out of his element. Um, he didn't do anything crazy. He didn't try to end the fight early or didn't wasn't reaching for anything. Um, if Gaethje wins, I still think he won because he was better. And I think he can. Yeah. I think he I think he can. Knockout. Um Yeah, TKO. Yeah, huh. Yeah, TKO is something where it's a stoppage. Which is sad because even though if he beats him convincingly, people are still gonna say, Oh, well, Khabib wasn't mentally there or mm. This and this and that, which ultimately, I genuinely think he's not going to be there all mentally. That's just my thought, you know. I, mean? I don't think Habib. I think he Habib is on very limited time with MMA. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think he's going to focus a lot on bringing a lot of more of his people and his fighters into AK and and into the MMA and UFC, whatever other organization. Um, he doesn't have a whole lot left to prove. True. I'd like for him to fight Connor one more time. Uh, part of it being because I'm a Connor McGregor dick writer. Me too. Me too. Me too. Me too. Me too. Me too. Um, but I'd like for him to fight him and see what happens. Mm-hmm. See what happens with maybe a more focused Connor. Uh, the Connor. If we can see the Connor that fought against Cowboy Cerrone, not in the fashion that he won, but just how he looked. Mm-hmm. He looked strong. He looked fast. He looked focused. No, well, he wasn't drinking. He didn't look that way against Habib. <laughs> it's the tastiest whiskey, Ecclesia, Dana. And then yeah. some reporter asked, uh, will, uh, will Proper 12 be a part of the sponsors? He goes, yeah, it is. It is. It's on the octagon or something like that. Um, uh, but um, oh, I'd like to see him fight again, just, just if it's a more focused, uh, stronger, faster Connor. Mm-hmm. But if Habib wins again, it's kind of that stamp on, like, you see what I did the first time? I did it again. Mm-hmm. And then right off into the sunset. I don't think there's a lot for Habib to prove. I think that there are very limited fighters at this point that he needs to prove anything against. Uh, if you wanted to fight GSP, that would be cool. It would be it would be a fight um, more for uh kind of more for just the beating the name than anything i don't mm-hmm. think i don't think fighting just does anything for him uh people are gonna say well he's old you know he's out of his prime win or lose that it doesn't do anything for habib i don't think so either um but it would be one of those kind of mega fights just the name 
Um, but there's really little else for kinda Habib like, to do. Kind of like when Chavez fought fucking uh, Oscar De La Hoya. Already out of his prime. Yeah. It, it it did it did very little. I think for I think it did more for Oscar. I think, but it was just the name, just mm-hmm. the name that he was beating. Um, I think that's why Canelo took the fight against Chavez Jr. just to beat the name. Yeah. Because that when I heard that fight was happening, I'm like, why? Yeah. Uh, but um. Yeah, um, it should be a good card tomorrow, dude. It, it should, should be, be it really should be great. A um, very good card. I think. Um, I hope people know that it's not happening um, outside. Mm. There's like a a structure mm-hmm. that will house the octagon. It's 118, dude. Yeah, they they cannot be fighting outside. Yeah. And the next World Cup, I think, is in like in Qatar or something like that. Something like, like that. It's gonna be fucking th- hot. As that hell. region, like, it's like supposed to be like 130, 140 in the summer. And I don't know how the fuck they wear all those fucking shits from head to toe, dude. Yeah, I, I wonder if it keeps them cool. May- maybe. I mean, who knows? You know. But I see that I'm just like, fuck, 110, 115. You're wearing that shit. I'm just like, gosh, damn. So you uh, just kind of going through the card again. Uh, so uh, Rebus over Manzan. Mm-hmm. Uh, we agree on on the following. I think we agree. I think it's probably the first time where we agree on like every single fight. Uh, Rebus over Van Zandt, Andrade over Namahunas, Jan over Aldo, Volkanovski over Holloway. Did we both have that? Yeah, I had that too. Um, and then, um, whoa, hold on. No, you have Usman winning or you have Masvidal winning? Mm. Actually, yeah, we didn't go over that. Yeah. You said you kind of weren't sure. You didn't really want to. If, if. You had to take a. If I was making a, de- uh, a decision on this fight, statistically and more technically, I would have to go with Usman. But I want fucking Masvidal to win. Yeah. You know, fuck it. Masvidal. Masvidal winning this? Masvidal. Fuck it. And there's a handful of fights happening um, this month, right? Like they're mm-hmm. they're in y'all's oh, island. Forrest Whitaker is gonna fight. Really, July twenty fifth, I think. Huh? Yeah, July twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. Chamberlain. I think it's twenty fifth. Hmm. Excuse me. There we go. Oh yeah, Robert Whitaker. Robert Whitaker. Darren Till. Still. Yeah, there you go. Wow, okay. And these are all happening. Fight night free. Yeah, Yas Island. Uh, dude, they're fighting. The, like I think there's like a card every few days. Mm-hmm. There's some sort of fight. So it's uh, definitely very exciting times. Um, I don't have anything else. Do you have anything? Uh, uh, we should do a shot of the, uh, of the Terramana. Well, let's do it. Alrighty, as we close the show, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, like, share, subscribe. Uh, this was Jimmy's Podcast World. Rob, thank you for coming, man. Thank you for having me. And till next time, give me sports. Give me tacos. Give me the world. The Jimmy Podcast World. Special thanks to Adam Levine.